And now that the market is saturated, they're like, oh, wait, everything we've been doing for 10 to 15 years is no longer working. Mm -hmm. And so businesses are slowly starting to shrink. And I don't know that people know what to do with that because they just know what they've known for 10 to 15 years. Welcome to the Daily Coffee Pro by Mapper Forward Friends. I'm your host, Lee Safar, and this is episode three of our five-part series. And we are talking about global business principles. Miranda, we are in the last episode, we were talking about how having these principles, you know, fundamental principles like marketing and uh, research and development and, you know, a sales strategy and all these kinds of things that seem to be lacking from the industry. We were talking about how having them would en masse would change the industry. In this episode, we're going to talk about what's stopping us from doing these things. What is stopping us as an industry from doing this? I think that this is a layered issue, right? Mm -hmm. Like the first thing that I think of is ego, Mm. right? Like saying, come over to my house, knowing that I've been living in a pigsty, like no one's going to do that, right? right? Like no one wants to show what's going on. It's like better to just keep holding it together. Mm-hmm. And um, I have an ego too, right? Like we all if do. I know someone's right. I, I, if someone's coming over to my house, I'm going to clean the shit out of it mm-hmm. and just be like, no, I, I'm not that I live like in, you know, a dirty home, but like, you know, you but just you've got kids. You put and, your best, yeah. 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 You got to put your best foot forward and all of that. And so like, we all do that. Mm-hmm. And so I think that there's a a real issue of that in our industry because we've just been holding it together. But I also think, so we have these businesses that have been around for like 10 to 15 years, let's say. And we had these companies like Intelligentsia, Mm -hmm. Blue Bottle, these bigger companies in Stumptown that were paving the way. And then we had the second wave of companies like roasting companies, retail companies that were riding those coattails Mm -hmm. and like, yeah, we're specialty coffee too. And so the market grew and they grew with the market. And now that the market is saturated, they're like, oh, wait, everything we've been doing for 10 to 15 years is no longer working. Mm -hmm. And so businesses are slowly starting to shrink. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Mapper Forward's first on-demand workshop, How to Become a Coffee Consultant, available now online for you to learn at your own pace with a certificate available upon completion. Click the link in the show notes to access today for just 50 euros. And I don't know that people know what to do with that because they just know what they've known for 10 to 15 years. And you you know, throw in a little ego, throw in a little lack of knowledge, throw in, you know, stress at home and your kids are going to college or whatever. And you're like, you're paralyzed. I know mm-hmm. when I get super anxious, I get paralyzed. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I think that we have, it's like a, it's there, it's like, we all just need to go to a therapist and start getting honest about right. our, our shit, you know, like it's almost to that point. I think yeah. that that's, mostly what's starting or what's stopping us is like a lack of education and a lack mm-hmm. of willingness and ability to say that. And there's this, this industry attracts a certain kind of insecure person. Like uh, it's a specific kind of insecurity that this that industry. That hard. <laughs> oh, I'm one of them, right? Yeah, like I, I'm not excluding myself yeah. from that. Uh, I'm the same kind of insecure as, uh, as all of us. And with that comes this 
this overwhelm of admitting that mm-hmm. we don't know. Yeah. But also once we once we start to to know, there's that acceptance that why the fuck didn't I ask for help earlier? Oh, and the relief yeah. of like, oh, I can actually do something about it. Yeah. You don't have to like sit there and suffer, no. you know, like you can actually do something and take yeah. action. Yeah. In the last episode, you were talking about um, like the anxiety that comes from all of it and 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 the overwhelm of all of that. And it, what I was thinking about when you were talking about that was what comes when we actually understand the numbers. And it's this kind of calm that comes over your nervous system. Yes. That brings this confidence and euphoria with it. And I watch it with clients all the time. The moment I explain to them how to read a profit and loss statement, they are like a fucking accountant. All of a sudden, everything makes sense to them. They understand how to read everything and this calm comes over them. They're able to understand the way that money flows in their business now. They're able to understand the difference between a fixed operating expense, a variable operating expense. They know how to make decisions differently. And all of a sudden, there's this relief Mm. of the future. Yeah. And I wonder why we don't give that to ourselves as an industry, knowing that if I empower myself with information, I'm going to be a better business person. That's yeah. the part that I don't understand about our industry. I mean, we're humans, mm-hmm. and I'm belaboring this point, but we're like, very, we're a lot of us are creative. We're artists. Mm. We, you know, we have maybe we're, we're sensitive and we have big feelings, and you know. Mm. But I, I mean, we all like. I can't, there's no way I'm the only person who has like swiped their debit card and like, I'm just not going to look at my bank balance. Cause yeah, I'm afraid. that's, that was right for a long time. Yes. Oh, yeah. And then you, and you're like, if I don't look, it yep. doesn't exist. It's fine. Yeah. Let's just keep swiping. But then when you do look, you feel so, you're like, oh, yeah. I'm good. Either it wasn't okay. that bad or yeah. it's like, okay, it's not great, but I know what to do now. You're like right. that, pow- like what you were saying, the power of the information and the knowing and I think it's it's just a human trait that we're all mm. fighting. But like, there, what's unique in our business is we don't have the accountability mm-hmm. of other people knowing that too and being right. like, "Well, why didn't you just have you have you checked out the profit and loss statement? Have you, you know, have you done a balance scorecard real quick and checked in on you know like there there aren't the voices of accountability and there aren't even the businesses and the competition to keep you accountable mm. to like doing those practices and, and, and kind of turning it over to this, turning your passion project over to like a business mind. Like they're just, it's just not a, it's just not a practice that is done. Mm -hmm. And so people aren't thinking about it, I think. And to go back to stitch coffee, there was a real um, moment of, I guess, in the history of their company when they brought David on, when Noah like Noah is a visionary. He is brilliant at branding. He is brilliant at culture. And the thing he needed was a business mind to come in and supercharge that. And when he brought David on board, everything was amped up. The way they were yeah. making decisions was he just helped Noah understand 
the financial implications of doing the things that he was doing. And they just, they just fine tuned everything and it changed the game for them. Yeah. Recently, like a couple of days ago, I put up a question on LinkedIn and I asked if, um, and this is what kind of like got me to say, Miranda, Miranda, we need to do this conversation. Um, And I asked if people believe that specialty coffee is a viable business model or if it's an expensive hobby. Mm -hmm. Um, Noir was able to demonstrate that it's a viable business strategy and model because Mm -hmm. he had a business person in his corner helping him make those decisions. What are your thoughts on whether it is a viable business model or it's an expensive hobby? What's the difference? Well, first of all, I think that we treat, we have historically treated it like an expensive hobby. Mm -hmm. But I think if we, like you just said in practice, like if we use these principles, it can become a viable business. Um, And I think that we just need to, put on some uncomfortable pants, you know, Mm. like squeeze yourself into those pants that you don't like that feel uncomfortable, but you know, you got to wear because you're going to a wedding or whatever, Mm -hmm. right? Like, like you just got to start trying and I'm all for like incremental growth, incremental. uh, If you take incremental steps, if you take little steps, you're going to build confidence Mm -hmm. and then your growth mindset will grow. Oh, what if, you know, be curious. And I think that if we can shift our thinking into that and be, I mean, the first step is willingness, right? Can I accept where I am, get willing to try to put those pants on Mm -hmm. those business pants, you know, and start the uncomfortable journey. That's what's going to separate the expensive hobby from the viable business. Mm. I love it. And folks, People like Miranda and I exist in this industry because we love helping people who want to change the direction of what they're doing. We we yeah. work with you because you you want to change. So mm-hmm. finding people who are consultants in the business side of the industry will become a game changer for the future of your success. Yeah. We're not here to shame you. We're not here to make you embarrassed. We're here to say, awesome, you're ready for change. Like, Find the Coffee MBA. Come and co- talk to Map It Forward. Find Vuna Origin Consulting, which is another um, consulting education platform that specializes in this at Origin. So go and find okay. the people who know how to do this. Rather than, um, this is a mistake that I see and it, it crushes me every time I hear that this happens, where somebody who doesn't know enough about coffee opens a cafe and they find a barista and ask Mm. them to be a consultant to tell them what they should be doing in their business. Please don't do that, folks. Please, please, please don't do that. Because an example, if you get a barista to build a menu for you, they know what should be on a menu, but they don't know how to do a cost breakdown analysis to tell you whether the products that they're putting on there, those signature drinks and those milks that they're telling you that they should be using, they don't know how to figure out if that's the kind of milk and the signature drinks that your customers want, first of all. Second of all, they can't do a cost breakdown analysis to tell you if that product's going to be profitable or if it's a loss leader. Should you be using that to bring in new customers? All of these things are really, really important. 
and can be the difference whether you make a business or you break a business. So on that note, we're going to join us for the next episode where we're going to talk about how you get past all of this. Uh, Peace, love and peanut butter. Have an amazing rest of your day. Thanks for tuning in, friends. There are two ways you can support this podcast. Firstly, become a paid member of our YouTube channel. Secondly, you can join our Patreon for as little as $3 a month. Both have options for exclusive ad-free content and early release content. Don't forget to subscribe and share this podcast with your friends. The Daily Coffee Pro is produced by Mapper Forward and the music you're listening to is called Run 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 off of my album Laundry After Midnight. To get older episodes of this podcast, as well as more information on Mapper Forward, head to mapperforward.coffee. You can find links and more information in the show notes below.